Good evening, everybody. How you doing? It's uh, Dave Taylor here. Sean Dunner, the weather. Uh, but we want to get this show in. Welcome to the latest episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. Uh, yeah, I am uh, Dave Taylor. Uh, like I said, uh, Sean off. Uh, but uh, we got a lot to cover. Uh, a lot of stuff that uh, we haven't covered here in uh, wrestling as of late because there's been a ton of releases. Every time we're going to do a show, there's more releases. And you're like, well, wait a minute. We're hang on here. And then there's more releases because <laughs> that's what WWE has been doing lately. And uh, hey, Philip, uh, I know that uh, Raw is about to start, but I'll tell you what. It's going to be a 20-minute promo anyway, so hang tight. We'll go over some of the releases. One of us share your thoughts. Uh, first, we'll do the, some of the uh, business here. Again, you are watching Eat Sleep Podcast, Repeat Wrestling Podcast, FM 99 to 106.9. The Fox is only wrestling podcast, which you can find us at FM99.com or 106.9thefox.com under the media tab. Of course, you can uh, search us and then your uh, podcast apps that you use, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes. Stitcher, Google, just search ESPR Wrestling. Uh, we're more likely to pop up. Give us a follow. Now, on some of these, you can give us a five-star review. That would be great, uh, especially in iTunes. Uh, that move us up the rankings a little bit. So definitely uh, would love to uh, see some reviews. We appreciate the feedback. And we've been doing this now for four years. Four years. Think of that. Not just like four horsemen, but four years of doing the wrestling podcast. So we appreciate support. And uh, you're probably watching us on Facebook right now or Twitter. And you can follow us if you're on the Fox or FM99 Facebook page. You can follow us at ESPR99. We post a lot of wrestling content there, obviously. That's what we do. You can always email us, too, at ESPR at FM99.com. Share your thoughts. Uh, maybe you got an idea. You know, sometimes we do some retro reviews, too. We get some good requests. I think we're due to do one. We should probably do a SummerSlam retro review since we got SummerSlam uh, just around the corner as uh, some people would say. So without uh, further ado, let's get into it. Let's uh, talk about the uh, the latest wrestling news, and it's all about a ton of WWE releases. So many in the last week. Uh, some of these are kind of shocking. And we'll go through some of them and uh, talk about the importance of them, why it happened, and then some are going to be like, well, okay, nothing can be missed there. But, uh, you know, it sucks these people lost their job. But probably the biggest shocker is when it started last weekend. Uh, which we did our last show like two hours later, Bray Wyatt, released by WWE. Of course, The Fiend, everything else, with uh, such a great gimmick in WWE. But but uh, for whatever reason, um, he was released. Now, a lot of people did talk about his merchandise sales and everything else. And uh, when the character came out, Bray's character sold The Fiend, sold a lot of merch. However, one of the things that I've looked into some numbers recently is that the number of merchandise percentage for WWE revenue is not what it used to be because now the revenue is from TV deals. They, you know, they got the deal with Saudi Arabia. Uh, they got the network on Peacock. And of course, the USA deal, the Fox deal. This is some big bucks. Merch, not as important. So I don't, I, but I don't, I don't know the exact reason this. I don't know if it was, uh, you know, nothing else to do with this character, which is probably, Part of it, but some of it's confusing because some of the other releases were on TV in the same week. We haven't seen Bray since night after WrestleMania, which he cut a promo, and that was it. We didn't see him for a while. I will say this, and um, as much as the gimmick was great, and you can agree or disagree on this with me, please let me know. Please comment below. Uh, most of his matches weren't good. That was a problem. I think a lot of people don't mention that, but... I got to be honest, a lot of his matches were pretty disappointing. 
Uh, the thing with uh, Braun Strowman last year, um, that whole theatrical match, that was that was terrible. Uh, of course, you had the uh, the Seth Rollins matches and stuff weren't that good. And uh, then you had the best match was probably against Daniel Bryan was the strap match. But a lot of it was the same. He got beat up. Uh, he came to life. Whatever else. Now, uh, it's a good question, Philip. I know you asked about Bray there. Uh, I'm not sure how big Bray and Wyatt's contract was. Uh, but that can be a big part of it because the WWE loves to use the line, which, by the way, they've been using for years, budget cuts. Uh, that's been something that's been going back to uh, years when CM Punk was still in WWE and Vladimir Kozlov was released. In fact, there was a segment, uh, which you can find probably on Twitter or YouTube, where CM Punk is talking to John Laurinaitis about these budget cuts. You know, the John fly down to Florida to, you know, get rid of, uh, ter- you know, David Smith, David Hart Smith, all this other stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Michael says the matches didn't make sense to make him a mass no seller. I was getting back out and then all that stuff with Goldberg rates uh, just killed him for me. I, I will say I thought the triple threat last year at SummerSlam with Reigns and Strowman uh, w- was fine uh, because obviously they were planting the seed for Reigns, which, hey, that payout's been great. But, yeah, the Goldberg thing didn't make any sense. It was almost like – and had we not had the pandemic, I think that match would have been different. But I think it was the case of WWE going, well, we need familiar faces for WrestleMania. So when people see the poster, oh, Goldberg's wrestling a title match? Well, I'm going to go see that. I'm going to go watch this because of the Fiend character. You know, and plus the guy never won any feuds other than, uh, I guess, the John Cena feud last year and that uh, Firefly match, uh, whatever that was, as bizarre as that was. All right, this is great stuff, as uh, Vince was saying. Um, so there you go. It was shocking. Didn't see it. Um, you know, and it's kind of weird. And maybe some comments I've seen, not blaming Alexa Bliss for this. But maybe they figured they could make a lot more money with Alexa Bliss doing the same gimmick as forced to, uh, to Ray. Um, Tyler's asking, is the Rock back at WrestleMania? Tyler, that's the rumors. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, it's possible that he may be taking on Roman Reigns, but it would be in a tag match. I don't see The Rock at this point wrestling a full one-on-one match, but we'll see. But uh, there you go. Maybe we'll see The Rock back at uh, WrestleMania, probably. Uh, they did talk about him over the over the weekend. His movie, the uh, the Cruise movie, was number one at the box office, and the John Cena was number one this weekend. So anything they can mention that, hey, you know, The Rock did something, it's always going to look good to WWE, but yeah. Bray Wyatt gone. And then, like, two days later, to move on from Bray, Ric Flair gets released. Now, Rick did ask for his release. He did release a, a statement that, you know, he did this on his own. And uh, part of it was, you know, he was just – he wasn't really happy with uh, the whole Lacey Evans angle and stuff. Now, the part of this – trying to dig into this, listening to different podcasts and everything else. And part of it – I know some people don't like Jim Cornette, but I will mention this – is that – Ric Flair, obviously legend, wrestling fans, we get it. But when you have non-wrestling fans writing wrestling for people that they don't understand, never saw, never get, that becomes a problem. And you got this Ric Flair character doing things with Lacey Evans that, like, and I get it, they're trying to get Lacey over or whatever else. Um, but it just seemed ridiculous. It's like, this is what you do with Ric Flair? Everything else? 
just uh, just uh, crazy that uh, this is what they're doing with Flair and everything. And uh, you know, he's got I don't know, I don't know like him like other wrestlers have a thirty or mostly ninety day contract clause that they can't go anywhere else. His deal may be different, so I don't know if that means he's going to show up in AEW sooner or does he have to wait ninety days? By the way, um, Randy Orton, all the people he took out, the Big Show, Mark Henry. The Fiend at WrestleMania, Christian, and Ric Flair, all gone from WWE. All right. My fan wants to say hi. Anyways, but yeah, all those guys are gone from WWE. Um, and no, I, yeah, and I, I got you, Michael. Yeah, I'm not afraid of Cornette. I do like listening to him. There's some things I agree on, and uh, there's some things that um, I think he's uh, <laughs> just. Uh, a bit much, really. I thought I, you know what, I should have given him more cat treat. Okay, um, Philip. And then yes, uh, he was uh, upset over the way Charlotte was booked. He didn't like the whole angle. I mean, you got to admit, I mean, the whole you know Charlotte Flair Lacey Evans thing uh, was was kind of uh, was kind of ridiculous, and um, it was just uh, I you know I didn't like it. I mean, even Charlotte deserved better than that with that feud. She deserved a lot better with that, and um, you know, it just it, it just was a mess. And then she had to miss WrestleMania because they thought maybe she had COVID or maybe she was pregnant. Everything else, all the, all the craziness, and I'm sure you know a lot of frustrations there, and everything else. But uh, yeah, Flair's gone, um, you know. But but he wrote he said nice things. And let's be honest, I mean, you know, they they kept Flair going for a number of years in WWE. And, uh, you know, stuff with Randy Orton was great last year. I kind of like that whole mentoring thing. And, uh, you know, we'll see where he ends up, you know, doing what he does in AEW. Which, by the way, he's got the Horsemen in there now because he's got uh, Tolly and Arn in there. So there could be some sort of uh, reunion uh, with those guys in the uh, Horsemen. Uh, then also on Friday, as we're watching SmackDown, we learned that a ton of W or NXT superstars get released. Now, I don't know what's going on with NXT. Um, and you guys can give me feedback in this. Has the show felt like it's changed at all? Is it like not the same? Uh, I mean, I've had some issues with it since it's been an NX or an USA because I felt like it has been the same NXT that we were seeing. And I don't like some of the segments. Wasn't crazy about that. And uh, yeah, Bobby Fish. Michael, I will say I'm kind of surprised, but not kind of surprised. He's had some injuries and I always felt like he was never treated the same way as the other guys in in the Undisputed Era and stuff. But uh, and Phillips says, yeah, I, I've, uh, I've heard NXT is changing the big way. Not sure how. Maybe a new set design. Maybe some other graphics. Uh, you know, and part of it is, Michael, or Philip, as uh, I'm going to get to this, is uh, a quote from one of the release wrestlers, uh, Asher Hale, who was released. He says, I know there's nothing I could have done to make things turn on any different. There is a shift happening within the company, and they no longer fit what they're looking for. And one of the other lines was that they didn't want to do, uh, you know, if like if you're starting in your 30s, you're not going to try to create as a superstar. Uh, you got to be younger, and you got to be able to be marketable. That That's the line that is uh, kind of going on there with what they're looking for. And uh, Michael, yeah, and, uh, Michael on Bobby Fish, yeah, the injuries didn't help. He was extremely talented, and I was blown away by the moment I saw him. He was great, but I always felt like, you know, he was number four in an undisputed era, which is a shocking that he's gone. And some of the other guys that are shocking that are gone too, we'll run through the list here. This is like alphabetically, because uh, some of these guys we saw on TV in the last week, 
you know, Jake Atlas, because uh, Bobby Fish uh, had the match, uh, Giant of Zinger, Asher Hale, uh, Mercedes Martinez, that, that kind of surprised me. Um, and maybe it's the thing, you know, the line that we want younger stars, but you need somebody like her, to me, to mentor in the business. Or uh, Bronson Reed, that, that to me, of all the ones on the list, that is the biggest uh, question one right there. And because uh, that, that guy I thought had WWE's potential on him. Not the case. Kona Reeves, uh, Leon Ruff, great story with the whole battle with uh, Johnny Gargano and everything. Uh, Tyler Rust, another guy we saw on TV, uh, Stefan and uh, Zakiah Smith and Harry Sterling. All gone. Now, that makes the question of did they get cut because, uh, you know, they looked at him and they said, well, I don't see these guys in WWE. So we don't really need them anymore. That could be a big part of it. Although the Bronson Reed thing is is really questionable. Uh, Michael says most of them I don't even know, but there's way too many people in NXT for a one-hour show. Well, uh, a part of it is, um, you know, when they, when they had the old format for USA Network, is they would tape three weeks of shows in a night, so everything was spread out. You didn't get overexposed to the big guys all the time. You know, it wasn't Johnny Gargano all the time, Tommaso Ciampa. With no offense to those guys. I mean, Tommaso is great. Uh, but you saw them a lot. When you had the three weeks spread out, you were able to, you know, have more guys in television. And then you also could take segments. So, okay, so Johnny Gargano uh, wrestled the week before. But we had a segment with Johnny this week that we could add into the show. I, I thought they did a great job with that. To me, it kind of built up feuds. And it wasn't pounded in the ground, which you kind of see now, which maybe – that turned off some people. That could be a big part of it uh, to me because it's, it's frustrating that uh, you know, nowadays you got, like, as you said, you know, you don't see some of these talent. Some of these guys didn't make television. Uh, or, you know, maybe we saw them uh, losing matches and whatever else. Uh, but uh, as Phillips says, yeah, Bronson Reed had a ton of potential. And a former uh, United States champion. I, I, was just, I was just shocked, a North American ch- champion, I should say, um, that he, he's gone. That that was probably the biggest head scratching more than Bobby Fish, because um, I felt like yeah he had potential he's got the size that Vince likes, um, but you know but maybe because of uh, Omos you know it's like well he's going to be our big guy for now we don't want anybody else in there but uh, there you go those are your uh, your releases at least so far I mean nobody's been released today right I got to double check just to make sure because uh, there's just been so many but uh, I, I do expect more changes in NXT. And I don't know if we get a new set or whatever else. You know, maybe the USA Network's like, hey, you know what? Something's not working here. We need to freshen it up. Because since they moved the Tuesday nights, you know, everybody expected, oh, the ratings are going to be big. There's no competition going on. And, uh, well, you know what? It's Something's got to be done. So so they're going to change something here. And then um, we'll see what happens. So I don't know if that means Vince is taking over NXT. And uh, the other thing with NXT – and, and let me know if you guys agree with me on this. Uh, you know, because we always thought NXT was your developmental, your training ground, if you will, for WWE superstars. There has been a lot of turnover um, in NXT as of late. Because usually, you know, they would freshen up every once in a while. A bunch of guys would go up. Of course, we'd be disappointed, like hearing crosses of late or maybe re in some ways. Uh, but they didn't have a lot of new faces come up from time to time. I mean, Johnny Gagano's been there for years. Adam Cole, maybe, has been there for a long time. And speaking of Adam Cole, uh, apparently on Friday, 
apparently on Friday, uh, Adam met met with uh, Vince McMahon and company, and maybe the first time they really met because when Adam was on SmackDown fighting Daniel Bryan, which by the way, if you haven't seen that match, go hunt that match down. It's it's worth worth the time. Um, you know, Vince was coming back from Saudi Arabia, so you know he didn't really meet Adam Cole and probably didn't talk to him about Survivor Series. Uh, so hopefully this is a sign that Adam is going to end up in WWE somewhere on Raw or SmackDown. And the report is that maybe uh, he might be getting a uh, a million dollars a year, getting a lot of money. And maybe that was part of it stuff. Because let's be honest, like him and some of these other guys still in NXT, what is there left for them to do? Adam's had great matches. Uh, I mean, and I always think of uh, you know the stuff he had with Kyle O'Reilly, uh, the matches with Pat McAfee. Was just outstanding. Uh, I, I didn't expect that from Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. It is fun an amazing match. So yeah, maybe I think Adam would be better suited to go to SmackDown, and, and that would be a, a tremendous uh, plus for SmackDown. Well, SmackDown right now killing it over Raw. The Raw hasn't been as bad as of late, uh, but uh, but SmackDown's been probably the best wrestling show on television between all four shows. So I definitely. Recommend that. Uh, Michael says Cole's carried NXT, but outside pushing O'Reilly in the Diamond Mine, he has nothing left. No, he, he really doesn't. And, and you know, and the, the Diamond Mine uh, lost one of their guys this week. It's the way it goes. So, you know, it's, hey, we're going to put you in the faction, and now we're going to cut you because we just can't figure out what we're doing. And maybe did maybe they just looked ahead down the road and they said, "Where are these guys going to be in two years?" And they said, "Well, you know, either they're still here or we're just, you know, got nothing for them." So. That's probably what happened. But Adam Cole, I'm assuming, because here's the thing, his contract is basically up. Unless he signed a new deal, probably see May W as of late. So that is that. Uh, one note on a previously released wrestler, we finally know, now that her 90 days are going to be up at the end of this month, Lana. Sorry to give me Lana news here. But Lana is going to make her first post-WWE appearance. It's at the Ledges of the Ring Convention in New Jersey, that's on October 2nd. So we're going to start seeing other superstars who have the 90-day clause make appearances at conventions or possibly show up in AEW or Ring of Honor, or you never know, you know, or maybe Combat Wrestling or whatever, the uh, former uh, Zack Ryder showing up and uh, tearing the house down, if you will, after his uh, match ended and people uh, trashing the ring, which is a kind of an odd, you know, the old school moment of wrestling like NWO with uh, Hulk Hogan and stuff, but just as vicious. But anyways, Lana's making her appearance uh, on October 2nd. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more of that to come uh, with other superstars once they end up their 90-day uh, clause. Because you can't really announce that they're going to be appearing for another company. They'll be showing up over time, which probably means CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, will probably see them later on this month. So there you go. Any other questions, uh, drop them. We'll get ready to wrap up the show so we can go watch uh, Raw. Which, by the way, if you don't watch Raw, uh, we try to post highlights of Raw on our uh, wrestling page the following day and go check out the clips. Let us know what you think, you know, fun, a fun Reggie clip or uh, whatever else uh, with uh, Goldberg, Bobby Lashley going on as they set up for SummerSlam, which by the way, uh, Becky Lynch uh, fans, uh, it looks like the fall is when she's going to be returned. That is the uh, latest uh, discussion. Uh, Petrine, am I crazy that they cut segments on Hulu? Yes, they do. They do it for time. They condense the show down to three hours. So they're probably cutting about 45 minutes out, depending on commercials. And uh, they do, however, though, if you go on Hulu, they do have Hulu extras 
where they do have an extra match or two or maybe a segment we don't see. But yeah, they do cut some of the segments on Hulu. That is done for time. And sometimes you miss out on good matches too, because sometimes uh, you know you don't realize. Oh, Morrison and uh, uh, you know Damian Priest have this going on, or some other matches going on, or the Karrion Cross match with uh, Keith Lee. That was cut last week, so you got to find it on YouTube. So we'll post those clips on our Facebook page, so you can check it out for whatever you missed from Raw. Uh, do we see a part a part that we're doing on the next day with all these cuts? Um, eventually. Uh, I mean, at some point, right? Uh, who knows when that's going to happen? Michael Bennett, people P- released my WD, almost from the own association. There was a lot of talent. Uh, Mike, it's called AEW. <laughs> Had to go there. Sorry. I mean, it is. I mean, let's be, I mean, it's not, but I mean, there's a lot of former talent in there from WWE um, and all the independent guys. But you know what? That's going to change AEW quite a bit. I mean, first, we kind of said, well, the big show thing, you know, I mean, what else is he going to do in WWE? Vince was using them. But all these other guys are going there. That let me turn the tide a little bit. Oh, Michael, that's impact. That was impact in like 2005 with Angle and Hardy and a few other guys. But you know, the plus side of impact, hey, at least we got AJ Styles and Samoa Joe out of it. Nice to see Samoa Joe back, by the way, doing something. <laughs> Anyways, that's this episode for this week. I know we got a preview of SummerSlam coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, kind of looking forward to that. I don't know if the environment's going to change. You know, with the the virus and everything else, if anything's going to uh, be scaled back. Our thing were to require anything. Uh, we'll see how that goes over time. The word's been uh, pretty quiet in that regards to uh, WWE and AEW. But uh, again, you can uh, follow us as you're doing right here. Uh, however, you're watching us uh, on Twitter or Facebook at ESPR99. So if you're watching the Fox Facebook page, Ruffin99 Facebook page, ESPR99, give us a like. Appreciate that. Share it with your wrestling friends. You know, we do, we do this uh, episode uh, every uh, week or so and uh, talk a lot of wrestling and everything else. And uh, today, this is all about releases because we're still thinking many of them. Uh, you can find us at any of your wrestling podcast apps, any of your podcast apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and uh, give us a review. If you can, not every place does. Like Spotify, you can't review us, but you can on iTunes. I'm sorry. Also on the uh, websites where we post some uh, content as well, the 1069to5.com. And from 99.com under the media tab. And uh, there you go. That's this week's show. Uh, we'll talk, uh, you know, SummerSlam soon and some other stuff that goes on. And who knows who's going to be released, like, in the next six days, right? Hopefully no one. Anyways, I uh, appreciate it. Uh, again, showing out of the weather. Uh, we'll be back together soon. But until next time, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. We'll see you later.